Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's Monday night, kids, so you know what that means. It's the Loud Pedal. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? Jennifer Punchy Houseman. Hello. And, of course, me, the mouth. Our guest tonight is the 2020 Grandview Sportsman Champion and the son of GOAT, Brad Brightbill. How you doing, Brad? Good. How you guys doing? We're hanging in there, pal. We're hanging in there. Sorry for the late start tonight. No, no problem. I was just hanging out watching TV with the kids. <laughs> so uh, I'm hearing uh, you're having plans on moving up to the 358 uh, this year coming. Is that true? Yeah, I was fortunate enough to get the opportunity to drive the uh, Brighton Stein 14 this year. And uh, get, they have two, well, one's five races old and uh, the other one's completely brand new two uh brand new mcnell cars and uh two motors so we plan on making a uh full assault there i guess now are you uh anything outside of uh grandview or just sticking with grandview uh, i think we're mostly focusing on grandview um there might be a couple shows here and there that we might hit but other than that just just grandview now, is this your, uh, you did a little bit of 358 racing here towards the end of this past season, correct? Yes. Was that your uh, was that your first time uh, experiment with the 358s, or have you dabbled before a little bit? No, like uh, I think it was back in 2008. I had a, I had a car that I ran brand new. Um, I think we only made it till about August though, and then uh, got the pull, the plug pulled on me. So. Oh boy. Oh boy. And that was pretty much the end of that ride. <laughs> so how did you get your career going besides the obvious? Oh, well, I, I mean, after helping him for so long, after helping my dad for so long, it was, uh, you know, it was, I, I wanted to try it myself. And then um, uh, my mom kind of gave me some financial backing and off to the races we went. And, and we, we started out at New Egypt because that's where my dad raced. So it was a lot easier for me to park next to him and then work out of his trailer. And of course, there was guys there to help me then. So when did uh, when did you start racing? At what age? Uh, I think well, well, the first time I ever drove a car, I think I was 15. But I didn't really start racing full time until I was 21. Good age to start. So how many years you've been doing it so far? Like nineteen? Um, oh, calling him old? Well, no, I'm, no, no. I, I'm probably the oldest out of all of us. So uh, I think I missed. I think I missed one year because I didn't have a ride. Or I lost my motor or something. Uh, so this will probably be year number twenty. That's a long time. There is a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a very I long time. I've only been alive for 34 years, so 20 years racing is a long time. <laughs> that's almost that's all. Josh was two when he started. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in diapers to this day. So, uh, so your first, uh, did you start out in, in uh, sportsman, I'm guessing, or did you start out in something else like go karts or anything else? Uh, I think when I was like 12, I ran like a half a season of go karts at Shell Hammers. Uh, okay. or Snydersville, I'm sorry. And uh, I didn't get, uh, I didn't race the whole season. Uh, I didn't, my, my dad parked me because my grades weren't good enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good dad though, right there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Got to keep the grades up if you want to go racing. 
Yeah. So. That's not that's not how his story went though. He was allowed no. to race. He had to hide. <laughs> yeah, he had to hide. You had to hide from your grandmother for a while. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really I, have to hide. It's like a given though. You're a bright bill, isn't that? You're supposed to at least try it once, aren't you? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I mean we've been around it our whole lives, so it's yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. if you don't try it, I don't know, you're a fool probably. <laughs> so uh, going into this season, uh, moving up into the the modified ranks, what are your uh, what are your expectations? Um, I don't know. I tend to be a little hard on myself, but I mean, I want I mean, I want to get as many top fives and top threes as I can. And, um, you know, I try to give it my best every time I go out. So, right. Uh, I just do what I can. So, uh, you know, going. In the championship battles, not out of the question. Then you know, uh, at the end of the year, you want to be there, uh, fighting for the championship. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, everybody, everybody wants to be in the points battle, but I mean, Grandview is one of the toughest places to race at. Um, I mean, it's really it's a grueling long season. Right. A lot of bumping and banging, and a lot of things just don't go your way sometimes. And yeah, a lot of tight races. So. Uh, you said you're staying at uh, Grandview this year. Any chances maybe run a couple of nights at Big Diamond on Fridays? Um, it's not out of the question. Uh, I am putting uh, another car together for myself, um, but that I'm right now I'm, I have an open 360 motor on the way, but um, I don't have a spec at the moment. So uh-huh. if, if I do manage to get a spec, then uh, I mean I, I would probably be making a couple appearances at Big Diamond. Any any chances you still do some sportsman racing this year? Uh, not really. Uh, I, I sold the motor, so um, I mean that's I don't really have anything to race with now. So oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's pretty you know, pretty much push all push it around. We can have, <laughs> yeah. we can have Josh push your car around if you want. I get to whip them though. I get to whip them though. I can I can Flintstone it maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. There you go. Take the floorboards out, you know what I mean? Now your sportsman, yeah, your sportsman car. Um, I'm assuming that's a home-built chassis. Yeah, that was a home-built car. Um, I think we started building that. It was like back in 2016. Okay. But then it came. Uh, I just didn't have uh, the money to keep putting it together, so it kind of went on hold for a year, and then we broke it back out. I think uh, the first year out was 2018. We were we were trying some different experimental stuff on it, like just trying stuff out, and so it was kind of like chasing a setup all year long at Grandview. Yeah. We weren't really, I think we were maybe a top five car, if that. But and then uh, we kind of changed some things around for 2019, and then it turned out real good for us. Yeah, you guys. Now, when you uh, when you build a chassis like that yourself, um, do you, you have to get the body completely custom made at that point, or do you kind of make it somewhat similar to, you know, a, a Bicknell or a Tio so that you can use one of their bodies? Um, well, I mean, every, I mean it, not every panel is going to fit exactly the same. So, I mean, it's almost all custom. But, uh, okay. I mean, I, I build bodies the way my dad taught me how to build bodies. So it's, it's kind of a little different than all, all the rest of them, but. I think it's a little easier the way that we build them. Right. As a as a kid growing up, how much did you help your father in the garage, like doing just doing stuff? Oh, I'm all the time. Know. He had me he had me doing odds and ends since I was like seven or eight. So um, I, mean, I started going into the pits full time. I think when I was fourteen. But I mean, I remember traveling around to you know, late model races and stuff when I was like five or six with him on the road, and he would just, you know, shove me in the truck and then <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's go, right? And, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, just uh, give me specific instructions, stay on top of the truck until the races are over. <laughs> now, how much fatherly advice did he give you when you started racing? Did he offer it, or did you have to go ask him, or how did that work? Well, I mean, he was always there because I keep my car at his shop. So it's, um, you know, anytime I had a question or, or was thinking about something, I would just, you know, throw it out there, and then he would give me his thoughts on it. And obviously, I would have my own opinions. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And, you know, 
I mean, so I mean, sometimes we don't agree, but I mean, a lot of times, uh, everything everything that I do to the car now, I learn from him. So. Yeah, you're always not you're not always going to agree. Uh, uh, you know, I've talked to some other father son combos too, where the, a lot of times though the dad ends up being right. You know, the guy being Victory Lane, he's like, yeah, I'll never question my dad's uh, my dad's <laughs> setup advice ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I mean, even though you know, I, I mean, we're still different drivers. I mean, it's not so one thing that might feel comfortable to him doesn't feel comfortable to me. So right. I mean, it's not right. it's not big things. It's just you know small adjustments here and there that we don't quite agree on but right nothing major yeah that's gonna happen from time to time you know especially like you said you got to set it up to you know the way that that's you want you the car to drive it. yeah I, he always liked a you know a very tight race car and i mean i i try to steer away from the tighter car i mean i i like a i don't want it to be too tight so i mean i i try to steer away from that a little bit but don't want I mean, obviously, he did something. Hey, obviously, he was doing something right. So. He did, yeah, he did okay. Yeah, he did okay here and there. He's not bad. No, no. Not bad at all. So, so we had his good so, friend on. I'm sure you've been around him, too, uh, Gerald Chamberlain. Um, I think I, I only met him, like, once or twice at, like, the oh. mall show. I never, I never really got to have a conversation with him at all. He's a character for sure. Oh, he's a character. He's a big character. <laughs> yeah, he's a loads of fun. Don't bring up Gary Balloon to him ever if you ever see him or talk to him, ever. No. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It wasn't shy about it either, which was cool. So, Any um, any any plans on running anything else, you know, uh, in, the, in the future? You know, maybe jumping into a late model or jumping into a, a sprint car or anything like that? I mean, obviously. I mean, it's obviously not out of the question if I had the money to do it, but I don't, I'm yeah. not financially fit to do that kind of racing. Actually, I mean, the the racing I do now is just mostly, you know, hand-me-down parts from, you know, bigger teams and stuff I find on the junk pile outside. So, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, I, I can afford some stuff, but I can't, I can't afford to put like a whole team together. You know, I just, I just go scavenge some stuff around wherever I can find it. Use tires. Um, you know, Glenn Heineman and, uh, you know, the Keystone team, they, you know, they helped me out over the winter. You know, they had some used TO parts and stuff that they were trying to get rid of. So you right. know, gave them to me at a you know reasonable price. So. Well, for, for being, uh, as you just called it, a scavenger, you did pretty damn good this past season. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I well, I we made some changes, a little changes over the winter, and I don't know exactly what happened, but we got worse at Grandview, but we got better at Big Diamond. I don't know how we pulled that <laughs> off, but, but yeah, the car was really the car was really good at Big Diamond. I can't I can't say anything bad about it. It pretty much went wherever I pointed it. So. I know, but oh, go ahead, Brian. Oh, I, I was going to say, I've seen you race, you know, a bunch of times. I think you definitely have the talent. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I'm glad. I'm happy to see you uh, in a full-time ride with somebody else, too, moving forward. Yeah, I'm really appreciative of the, you know, the chance to get to drive this car because it's really good equipment, um, probably some of the best equipment I ever sat in. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm excited to get going here, you know. Uh, going going back, uh, you you know you said that the car was real good at Diamond or better at Diamond than than Grandview. Which track do you prefer to race at? Um, that's a tough question. I I don't know Grandview. I like Grandview. It's you know it's it's exciting. You know it's it's real fast paced and um I kind of like that. Right. Um, I mean I like Big Diamond too because it's a little bit more wide open and you don't get caught up in as much stuff kind of right. you know you got room to go somewhere if something happens in front of you where grandview is more tight and sometimes you're stuck in an accident and even you know you yeah. just have nowhere to go so yeah that kind of sucks they both they both have their ups and downs um any any track that you haven't raced at yet that you really want to go race i'm really hoping to make it to port royal this year Nice. Okay. Nice. For the uh, the um, big fifty thousand to win race or the short track super series race. Um. Well, we're gonna try and hit. Well, once 
once I get the motor, I don't I don't know if we're going to have it on time. I'm going to try and hit as many short track super series races as I can. But right, um, definitely the definitely the big one at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to be there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, wanna... I've been there to watch a lot of races, and, and I just it looks like a fun place to race at. So I mean, I I'm I'm itching to go there. Yeah, we just want to kind of congratulate Matt Williamson on winning that race this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was that was a that was a good one to win. <laughs> he yeah. likes to he likes to come out in windows for some reason. Doesn't do shit all year, but when that money's on the line, he he'll show up. No, he's a he's a great driver. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's a, he's a good guy. What, just from what I've seen, I mean, he's a hell of a racer. Yeah, I think he, I think you could keep up with him. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna find yeah, we're gonna find out Williamson in September, pal. It's only one way to find yeah. out too. That's yeah, only one way to find out. Yeah, you're on the track with him. I mean, how many do you have any? How much experience do you have running 200 lap races? Uh, zero. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, I, I mean, I've watched. I've watched oh, a lot watched of. Watched them. Okay. And, yeah. And uh, so, I've, I've uh, crewed for a couple of two hundred right. races, but I never, I never ran one myself. I think the longest yeah, one I ever run was hundred. Just uh, uh, YouTube the nineteen eighty Eastern States two hundred. You might pick up a couple pointers from that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what what was your mindset? All right, you make the show, you go down there, right? You make the show, you're into two. What what is your mindset? Just to finish the race and see where you wind up? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess you're gonna have to put some kind of strategy into it. I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all gonna depend on you know where we're starting and you know uh, everything comes into play when you're trying to make a strategy out for a race. So. Yeah, he ha- it's actually. What's that? At uh, halfway, right, Mike? A halfway break or something after the first hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Brett. That's the way Dale does his. Uh, Dale does. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about that one. He splits the race up so it's pretty much two 100 lap races. So there's no live pit stops or anything. So I think that makes it easier across the board for everybody. I think didn't didn't a couple guys? I think a couple guys came in a couple laps before that or whatever short pitted and then they didn't come in at the halfway break. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. Some, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, some NASCAR strategy. Yeah, some. Yep, yep. NASCAR. Yeah, you press the fuel mileage, I guess. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I guess they get the if they get their they get to keep their spot on the track if they don't go in it halfway. So. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, if they're yeah. if they're running yep. mid pack or something, that might you know it shoves them up to the front then. So. Yeah, but then you got to worry about uh, you know. Shepard and Friesen and Williamson and all them guys with fresh tires, you know. How, how long are you really yeah. going to outpace them guys for? With, you never uh, know. If the cautions fall the right way for them, you never true, know. True. I mean, we've seen that before. It's all, it's it's all how, a gamble. Yeah, it's all, hey, that's, that's it. That's it. Any plans, if New York is allowed to run, any plans maybe hitting a bigger type race up in uh, any of the New York tracks at all? Um, I right, haven't really just, I don't. I mean, it's a possibility. I just, it all depends, you know, how much money we got to go racing with. And I mean, uh, I I kind of had my mind set on trying to run as many short track super series races as I can. So um, we'll just keep going to them until the money runs out, I guess. Yeah, the short mm-hmm. short track super series is a good good tour. Uh, you know, we had we had Brett Dayo on uh, a couple weeks ago and. Just the stuff he does to give back to the racers is unprecedented. Oh yeah, he's he's a hell of a promoter. I can't, you know, I I've always wanted to run one of his series, even with the sportsman car, but it just never yeah. panned out. And then when he went to all six o twos, and I had an open sportsman, it just that just knocked me right out of the park. <laughs> just killed that. Right? I couldn't go to any anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I, I will. He ran the open and the and the and the crates there for like a year or two, didn't he? he had two different kind of classes. I yeah, think. but the uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, open races. Open races down here. There was there was a lot of them up in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I mean, I know I went to the one at Big Diamond, but it ended up getting rained out. Um, but the other ones were like Penn Can, I think, and Five Mile Point or Thunder Mountain, and yeah bunch of places up there and, and, and uh i just didn't really have the money to go travel on that far so yeah yeah it's tough when you're racing on a budget 
Yeah, so most of the most of the sportsman stuff, uh, I mean, I think I bought. <clears throat> I still had to buy like when you're racing at Grandview, you still got to buy a tire once a week. Um, you can get away with used ones at Big Diamond more than Grandview. Grandview's a little bit more tire sensitive. Okay. Right. So, okay. um, we always had to buy at least like one right rear or something a week, just to you know just to do good at Grandview because it's you know it's. It's very touchy with tires. Now, uh, if you get to do some Mateo shows, that will be in your own stuff. Um, yeah, just that's pretty much why I got the okay, the open three sixty coming. Okay. But I mean, it's I mean, I'm probably going to be a little underpowered compared to everybody else with the four forties and the four thirties. But um, we're just going to give it a shot and see what happens. And I think I, it'd be pretty cool to have a bright bill on the tour, to be honest with you. I know uh, I know a couple of drivers running open 360s on that tour. I think it'd be just fine. I hope so. We'll see how it pans out, I guess. I, um, we're, I'm a little concerned that we might not have the motor in time to start the tour, so uh, we might be a couple might be a couple races in until we actually get out there. Uh, hopefully you can make it down to the, uh, the Short Track Super Series race at Bridgeport. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, um, I don't even, I didn't look at the complete schedule yet. I just, I know the first, the first four right there, or first three, I think are in March there, uh, the 12th and the 13th. And then the weekend after is Port Royal and Zealand Grove. After uh, that, I didn't look at the rest of the schedule. I think Bridgeport is later in the year, maybe like midsummer, like maybe like July-ish. Oh, okay. So hopefully motors in by yeah. then. Yeah, um, we should be okay with a 360 down there, the way they have the track set up. Yeah, I think so. They run they run spec motors on a weekly basis anyways, so. Yeah, I think the the places probably where I'm going to struggle is probably Georgetown. Like Port Royal. Well, Georgetown, Port Royal, the place with the long straightaways where the big motor comes in handy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delaware, Del Mar. Yep. Long straightaways. I think you'd be all right, Georgetown, Big Diamond. What other New Egypt? I think you'd be all right at New Egypt. He goes to New Egypt this year. Yeah, they they killed those spec small blocks. Killed the big blocks when we were there. Yeah, oh yeah, they did. Oh, uh, they beat the hell out of them. Yeah, the spec motors seem to go better at Bridgeport uh, with the rules that they have set up. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know if the track slicks off enough, and and you know the guys can't use the motor, and you know they might bring me closer, but. I know I'm definitely going to struggle probably in heat races and whatnot. Yeah, um, early, early on, practice. early on. Yeah. I, think I don't know. We'll we'll just give it a we'll we'll give it a shot and see what happens. Is there anything you could do as a driver if you're over, like say those guys are going to outmatch you a little? Is there anything that you could do to adjust to kind of keep up with them the way you drive, pick a line, anything like that? Yeah, it's called nitrous. <laughs> yeah, Brett <Yeah>. Hearn. <laughs> it's called Brett Hearn Knob <laughs> System 2021. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean not really. I mean you when it's wet out, I mean you're pretty much hammered down. So I mean you're 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 going just about as fast as what your motor will take you, so okay. Okay. Yeah. If you don't have enough motor, you just don't have enough motor. <laughs> yeah. I mean you could drive a little dirtier, right? Get in people's way, shit like that. I, well, I guess you can, well I try not yeah. to do that. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, he was next to me. I didn't see him. We don't have mirrors on the cars, for Christ's sakes. You know, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. believe you most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially on social media anymore. Well, if you look at it here, there's be like 15 different views. Yeah, I don't know. well, too bad on them. Obviously, his wheels were turned right, not left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't you see that in the video? <laughs> Instant replay. Yeah, instant replay. You know? Yeah, what do you think about that? Instant replay and racing. Oh, I don't know. That could get a little touchy. Sure what, if it, what if it? What if? What if it was for a spot? Let's say a spot get towards the end of the race. Say, you know, you know how sometimes they got you drivers will argue a spot. I was there before all that stuff. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, it would take I too think... long. It would take too long. Just it is. Make the call. The call. The calls. The call and let it rip. Yeah. I think yeah, I would I would just stay with the you know the call on the track because by the time you go back and look through a video, we'll be pacing around the track for 20 laps. That's true. That's or they could red flag it until they come up with a call. 
But then, yeah, but then the night. Then people are gonna get out late, and then this, yeah. Just take too much time, I think. I mean, yeah, was, some of the, I mean, some nights are drawn out long enough. I don't think we need to draw them yeah, out anymore. That's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, uh, the officials aren't gonna get every call right. You know what I mean, it is. They're they're humans. You know, it is what it is. It all depends what angle you're looking at it from, and you know, it's a point of perspective. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and the NFL has instant replay, and they still get the call wrong. Yeah, they still, yeah. (laughs) The three blind mice come out for that call. (laughs) No no reason to add all that unnecessary time to the rakes. Now, since you're a Grandview regular, our our very own Jennifer works the pizza shack there. Have you ever met her? Uh, Not, I don't don't know. Which pizza shack? (laughs) The one in the pits? Yeah, the one in, I'm sorry, yes, the one in the pits. I mean, I get pizza there all the time, but uh, I never actually formally met her. What's your, what's your favorite topping? <laughs> oh, I just, I just get the plain. Oh. That's all we have. That's yeah. why he's being a all tard. Right. No, I'm not being a tard. You know what goes on in there, really, right? It's 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 no. Jennifer's. Jennifer runs a how could I how could I call it a pizza topping money laundering operation out of there. Oh yeah. Yeah. She don't, yes, I'm, I'm dead serious. Uh, it's uh, she even had Brett, Brett Dale might get in on it. Something they're gonna do something down at the barbecue shack at Georgetown and start funneling the money up, and then it'll be really clean. Then she will uh, she will put toppings on the pizza for you, but you have to bring your own toppings. And, and then, then she, she charges, charges you, you, and then she charges you for the shit that you already <laughs> went out to the store and bought. Oh, that's a that's a good scam we're gonna go. Yeah, why do you think the tip jar's there for? <laughs> yeah, she got a little side hustle going, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we fund this show. Yeah. Yeah. So Jennifer, how's the Cayman account doing? Yeah. You know, and and Tina's the one that set her up to all this. Yeah. Well, they shut the snow cone operation down because I guess it was getting to that location was getting hot. <laughs> They moved me. So yeah, so they moved her. Yeah, so they moved they, her. They moved me where the action is. Uh, I, I tell you, this is behind the scenes shit right here, Brad. <laughs> I know it's uh, it gets pretty busy over there sometimes. Yeah, you noticed yeah. that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. He's a, he's a short I, I have to up too. I don't know what I'm going to do now because I used to walk up while the modifieds were raising because I was guaranteed not to have a line. So <laughs> don't go there when it's crowded. That's do. yeah. Don't go there when it's crowded because that's what Jennifer short changes everybody. So bring bring anything smaller than fives. Don't bring a twenty because then you're screwed. <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah, that's not true. Oh. So Brad, we've talked to a couple drivers and uh, you know we've had uh, actually I think only one has told us this, but. We had one driver on. He has a age, and I guess it's like written on his wall or whatever, or hanging up. Where he's got like a, something hanging up. I don't know what the hell he was trying to explain. But he has an age where he's just gonna say, "I'm done." It doesn't matter what he's accomplished or hasn't accomplished in his racing career. Has that ever crossed your mind? Like, when am I gonna stop? Or is it just kind of like, eh, whatever? I mean, uh, I keep telling myself, I don't know. I I, I'll probably do it as long as I can. I don't, I don't really have a specific age, but um, sometimes it gets, you know, um, you know, when you're when you're doing it all the time, and then you, you know, you go to work, and then you go to the shop, and then it just get by the end out. of the year, you know, I'm 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 ready for a winter break, but then you know, halfway through winter, I'm like, when's racing season going to start again? <laughs> but, <laughs> so I mean, every, I'm sure everybody gets, you know, the, you know, the shits of it every once in a while, but. Yeah, and I feel like the winter breaks just keep getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, I mean we pretty much race till what the middle of November now, and then uh, picks up in the yeah. middle of March. So yeah, I mean, there's not much more stuff in between. Well, I mean Brett yeah. Brett starts racing in Florida tomorrow, you know. So oh, yeah, well you got Florida now, yeah. Yeah, so it's just I like think about that. So I feel like the the off season just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. You know, next thing you know, Brett's going to have guys going to Australia for the winter time, and there's not going to be an off season. I mean, there's people that do that. So, would you yeah. do it if somebody offered you a ride and say Dale goes over there and gets like a one week show over uh, down under, and you got all? Would you go do it? 
I'm, yeah, I'm sure I would go do it. I'm, I mean, I probably wouldn't pass that up. I know, uh, I know my dad went there twice with the late models. Um, I mean, he said it was a, you know, a neat experience and everything. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going and doing it a couple times probably. Yeah, I think I think that's a once in a lifetime experience, and uh, you know, uh, Bristol coming up this year is definitely another once in a lifetime experiences. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting race. <laughs> that's gonna yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. I think it's an extremely dangerous race. I'm, <laughs> I'm just interested to see what the how the modifieds do there, and I mean I know they had the sprint cars on there before. Yeah, I've seen I, that before. Yeah. I've never seen the late models and the modifieds, but I don't know. With all the with all the high banking there, I don't know. It might be it might be like a follow the leader kind of thing because everybody will be glued to the racetrack. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I guess that's what I'm worried about a follow the leader kind of race. You know, those long ass straightaways down there. I don't know. I got a lot. Emotions. I don't know. I could see it staying down, like down to the bottom, like. Like you guys were saying, just kind of everybody follow down there. Who's going to have the balls to go up top if the car even works just, up there? I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be single one lane like on the racetrack, but I'm. I mean, everybody's going to be carrying so much momentum. Yeah. It's it's hard to pass like that when everybody's going so fast. You know, everybody's right. glued to the racetrack, it's just like hammer down. And... I mean, how would you set a car up for that much banking? <laughs> like it's like there's no notes to go off of. So what do you just? I, I don't even know. Why, where would you start? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even know. I would just probably take a swing in the dark, probably, and hope I'm right and just adjust after. I <laughs> yeah, <can't> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of like. I mean, I would probably take whatever the highest banking track that we race on, and then I would go from there, probably, which would probably be Grandview. I, would I was going to say Grandview, yeah. Then add to what? How how many degrees banking is uh, Grandview? A guess. Well, I mean, just take a guess. Yeah, I, uh, I I couldn't even tell you. I don't I don't even know. Like I'm trying to think here. Maybe like ten or fifteen. Yeah, I would say like fifty. Yeah, probably fifteen. I think. Well, if I had to guess. Okay, so add another twenty. Yeah, there? add another twenty percent. That's Bristol. <laughs> Yeah, so I said it's like almost racing up against the wall. You know what I mean? It's, it's so the banking's so high there. Well, how the, out of your caution, how the car's not like roll downhill. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure they have to. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm we have to go 100 miles an hour under caution so nobody like falls. Yeah, they're gonna, I'm sure they're gonna have to keep it somewhat up the. You know, keep the speed up a little bit. They have like tethers. They have tethers that you connect to the wall. That's how they keep the cars on the track. <laughs> It's gonna be interesting for sure. I can't. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna be. Something. Honestly, I think the modifiers are gonna put a better race on than what the what than what NASCAR is gonna do when they go there in the dirt. Those those cars aren't made to race on dirt. I think that's gonna be a shit show. What those Imca things? No, the uh, NASCAR Cup Series is racing there on the dirt. Oh God. It'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they barely race on asphalt. I mean, they might as well just give that win to Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how those cars are going to react on the dirt there. Yeah, I think it's going to be terrible. I don't, I don't really think anybody's going to have any notes to go off of, so. Well, Eldora, uh, Eldora, maybe. So, like, maybe some well, of the trucks. And they're kind of, yeah. I mean, they're a NASCAR chassis, I think, aren't they? A car chassis with a truck body on it? Um, I don't know exactly what they are. I don't know. I don't know. They're they're stupid is what it is. Special Friesen has a cup ride for that race. Yeah, oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, who's going to sponsor him? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Oh, hey, hey, Brad, any plans on having Kyle Larson in one of your cars this year? <laughs> I don't know. That's probably a, that's probably a far reach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he'd want to drive my my hunk of crap anyway. So yeah, but it's a Brightfield chat. Uh, he might. You never know with him. One of a kind. Actually, well, actually, the car that I'm building now is um, one of the Keystone cars. Uh, Jeff 
Jeff ran at the 100 lab race at Orange County. Um, okay. and wrecked it. I think it was the first or the second time he had it out and uh, completely wiped the back end off of it. And that's actually what we're putting together. We just cut the back end off and um, reframing the, the ass end of the car. So. Nice. So that's what we're – so, I mean, the, the rest of the frame was, you know, in good shape. So, I mean, it's like a brand-new frame except for the back end. So we just cut it off and put a new one on. You and you fa- and you fabricate your own bodies too. Yeah, nice. that is nice. Yeah, that's that's uh, like that's unheard of these days anymore. Yeah, everything's cookie cutter. It's, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's, it's, no, it's a lot it's, easier it's, if you go buy the stuff. But I mean, well, yeah, okay. Easy. A guy like me, I can save money if I just do it myself. So that's kind of how I am with home repairs. I'm like, eh, I got to hire somebody, but. Chances are I can do it myself. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna cost I mean, got, yeah, you got flex seal and shit like that. Take care of stuff, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, all yeah. good, right? Well, my brother, my brother built all the bodies for my dad for how many years? And you know, I used to be in there helping him. So you know, I just yeah, you when know, it was time tough. for me to start racing, I just started making my own. <laughs> hey man, store the sheet metal and start cutting it out. Can't do a fixture budget. As cheap as I can get it. That's that's my budget. <laughs> <laughs> we should set we should send him down to the Cretans. He's got stuff he's uh, he's not even using anymore. Yeah, just sit there scrap pile. So yeah, there, there was actually serious. there was actually a couple parts of my car with the, the frame that we built for you know the one I was running the sportsman car. There was actually a couple parts on there from the old. Syracuse car. Nice. Are you like serious? From, from 1988? <laughs> Are you serious? Holy shit! So you basically yeah, I think you have like a we freaking car. We, we, we went up and stole the uh, W link off of it. So hey, whatever works. Oh boy. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the front hubs that I had on that car were from uh, the. The 1996 Syracuse car, too. <laughs> oh, wow. This hey, is, you know what? This whatever is good stuff. Whatever works. Whatever works. Uh, so look, you, where, look where it got you this year, though. It got you a championship. I can't complain. It's, uh, I mean, I, I just, I, if that's it still old, functions, I, I say it's, it's good enough for me. So, I'm I telling mean, you. I, as long as it serves are, a purpose. You are very, very, very old school. I'm I'm happy to hear this because I remember growing up next to a garage and that's basically how they did it was just how you're doing it. I, I that's actually it's refreshing. I mean, uh, I mean, there's probably not to you because you got to go scrapping and stuff. No, I don't have to go very far. There's about you know ten cars sitting outside. I can go steal. <laughs> okay, there you go. Just, what do you need today, Brad? I need a I need a hood. Um, upstairs, I mean, it's like a. You know, like an oversized flea market upstairs with just old stuff that they, you know, they weren't using anymore or whatever. And if I can find a place for it, I'll put it on the car. Nothing wrong with it. I like it. Yeah, so I, it, we, you should do like an episode of American Pickers. Have send them out to find you shit for your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. That'd be good. Take Josh with you too. That'd be. Oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> and leave him there. Yeah, yeah, leave him there too. Yeah, leave him the cornfield in Iowa or something. We don't want him back. I think actually, uh, I bought a rear last week. That is the that is the first brand new rear that I've ever bought for a fucking race car in my whole time I've been racing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So if you want to learn how to uh, call Brad Brightbill at six one zero. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That that's some good stuff right there. You know, if I if I was racing, I'd be doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Just piecing shit together just to get to the track every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll very you'll very rarely see anything new on my car. It's all old stuff. I would that's why I would never you'll never see any of my cars in a mall show or anything. It's like a Franken car. Brad Brightfield's Franken car. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> Next time, I'm pretty sure I robbed the, the torsion arms. and there, there was a whole pile of torsion arms underneath my uh, my dad's bench in the shop there. 
and I just, you know, dug underneath the bench there and just dig out and, you know, whatever looks like it'll work and, you know, measures <laughs> up or whatever. And, and this one looks good. Just throw that one on there. Next time you pass the body on, don't paint it all one color. Just leave it like whatever, different colors, whatever the hell it is. Just leave it like that. That'd be great. <laughs> Call it patches Why, or that, something like that. Well, there was one year I didn't, I didn't even get the car lettered. In the, I think that was the year I won the championship at Big Diamond in like 2008. <laughs> It was just duct tape numbers on it the whole season. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That is awesome. It's refreshing, too. It is, because you always see these, you know, big money teams that just... Yeah, know, look, yeah, like Hal Mar and show up. Here's Brad Brightfield. Like, yeah, what? Check this out. Yeah, right? I actually made that trailer out of a swing set and a, uh, and a school fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rudy Poon is a quadruple decker freaking trailer there. Yeah, and they I go out, you know, you know, it's even better when you go out there and you beat their asses too. That's even better. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough task with the guys that are running on that too. Yeah. Well, could be done. If you're in it, you got you got to be in it to win it. Yep. So. All right, Brad, we'd like to thank you for coming on tonight. Chit chatting with us. Sorry about the late start. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Anytime, guys. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thanks, Brad. We appreciate it. Brad Bright, Bill, everybody. See you. All right, See Brad. You, Have a good one. Bye. That was, that was some good. That yeah, that was some good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. I, it, and I'm serious. It's kind of refreshing to see somebody like just like it like it was done like it was old school stuff right there. Yeah, it was. That's fucking awesome. Well, then again, his father's Kenny Brightbill, too, so, you know. That's true. I mean, most of those guys, Chamberlain and those guys, yeah, I, those, yeah, I, drive, I drove for somebody, but I'm kind of sure that's how those guys did that before, you know, Picknells and all that stuff. Oh, I'm sure. So, I'm sure. so what, what happened to Stu in his uh, late model debut? Uh, DNQ. <laughs> How did Carl Larson do? Um, uh, that DNQ stands for did not fucking qualify. Yeah. Oh, Larson? Uh, Larson. <laughs> he won by like 35 Shoot. seconds, right? Shoot. He was in a whole other state. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he put a couple laps on himself? He was that far ahead? It was uh, it was quite intense, you know. That guy just hands down the best wheelman out there. Yeah. It's too bad he's driving for NASCAR, but I get it. I get it. You got a family and all that. Yeah, he's uh, he's good. He's very good. See, Rico Abreu is, I guess, half owner of uh, Sides Motorsports or something like that. Yeah, and he's got the wild drive driving for him this year. Yep. Yep, yep. I think Jason Sides, uh, I think he is a former World of Outlaw champion, too, I believe. I believe he is. I think he's got one. T- yeah, I mean, one title on that grueling schedule is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's something. When I watched us for that. Like 90 races a year. Yep. Yeah, they race a lot. A lot, a lot. Just think about that. There's 90 races a year. 90. And there's only 52 weeks in the year. And they're going from east to west coast and up and down. They're all over the place. Yeah, not so much on the East Coast, though. They don't do a whole lot on the East Coast. They, they used to do a, a decent New York swing. Like, yeah, they, actually, you're kind of right. Where are they going? Bridgeport this year? Bridgeport, uh, then obviously Port Royal. Um, yeah, they'll hit the yeah, they'll hit Williams the P- Grove. Yeah, they'll hit the PA swing. But they don't do, I don't think they do anything. Obviously, they do Florida at the beginning of the year for Volusia. But I don't think they do anything like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Louisiana, anything like that. I think it's a lot of like uh, Midwest, you know. But I don't. I guess their home would be North Carolina, wouldn't it? That's where World Racing Group is stationed. Yeah, I'm saying it's going to be based out of Charlotte now. Yeah. So it's weird that they don't do any racing in North Carolina. A lot of dirt tracks there. Oh yeah, they will. They'll they'll hit Charlotte, but that's at the World Finals, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the end of the year. That's it. Though. That's the only time they go there. I guess they'll do Bristol this year, you know. Mm. Ew. Yeah, that's going to be a boring race for them boys. <laughs> that's going to be, I even, 
what the cars wow at the speed those things are going to carry there holy shit i'd be uh up in my uh roll cage oh. and extra braces in that thing and everything oh. else have the best seat money could buy oh you i want to i want to eject button if i start <laughs> to roll i'm parachuting out that's some bitch just launch me up yeah that'd be insane oh imagine the downforce and the turns on those Woo! I can't wait to see their average speed. Yeah, because the cars are faster now than well, I when was the last time that they were 2001. there? 2001. I was gonna say about 19, 20 years ago. Yeah, so the cars are definitely faster now. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be something. So Brett Dale's kicking off what Wednesday uh, tomorrow night's practice down where Bubba's correct? Yeah, Bubba's Raceway Park. Yeah, tomorrow night's practice. So Wednesday, practice. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, four nights of racing. Yeah. I think it's five thousand or four thousand, five thousand, six thousand, eight thousand is the payouts. Nice. That's that's and better I think than the sports. I think the sportsman are, is like seventeen hundred tonight to win. Holy crap, boy! That's gonna be a dumpster fire race, right? <laughs> the Bub- Bubbles is actually a really really cool shaped track. Yeah, it is. There's no there's no backstretch. It's like one giant loop on the backstretch, almost yep. like a new almost like a new Egypt, but. Kind of like a or kind of like a Brewerton. You got that backstretch yeah. that D's yeah, around, like and then you come, yeah. and you got that long straight. Yeah, yeah. you oh, see it with a slight no, turn. Not a long straight on the front though. It's a small track. It's only like a third mile. Yep. Or yep. No, I'm sorry, no, it's three eighths. The three eighths mile. I lied. That's about the size of Brewerton. Yeah, three Uh, first first time for uh our Northeast Dirt Modifieds ever on that track. Yes. There you go. See Brett Dale invades the South. First another, time for our our, our product. Another, it's gonna probably, yep. another track uh, Matt Shepard could add to his different track list. Yes, but then he'll be up there with my guy. Um, but, I mean, it's going to be tough sledding. You know, There's going to be a lot of good drivers down there. So can't sit there and say that he'll win one there. No, but he will. But anyway. Uh, he did win at Alltech last year. And he swept, uh, you know. And he did sweep Louisiana. Yeah, so, so there's that. There's that. But, <laughs> you know, just saying. Uh, you never know. I, I mean, I, there's a driver from Florida who's going there in a modified. Okay. He's a Plus, transplant. He used to live up in New York, and he moved to Florida. I saw that. I, I yeah. think I even posted it to the pay our pay our group, didn't I? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, hey, look, you had Buzzy Room and uh, Will Cagle are actually from Florida, and they did quite well up here. Made a yeah. decent career. This is true. It did okay, uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know who that guy is, but. Yeah. I mean, walks around with $100 in his pocket, you know what I mean? For the tech guy. <laughs> Whatever works. They'll probably won't get you anything. Probably get I, you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're out of here, Scooter. Um, Is our friend Stuart Freezing going to be down there, too, I assume? Yes. I say Shipper wins two of them. Think so? Yeah. I say Billy Jr. gets one, and I don't even know who the hell else is going to be down there. Uh, Mike Mahaney, Brandon Hightower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, I, I forget. I mean, he's oh, I think uh, isn't uh, isn't Brett Hearn going to be there? Alan, or uh, Danny Johnson? Danny Johnson will be there. Yes. Danny Johnson takes one. Danny Johnson's gone down with Tyler Siri. Yeah, I think Tyler uh, and his son are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're taking a three-car team down. Um, all right, so all right, so here here it is. It's going to be Shepard's going to win first and last night. Danny wins Friday, and Billy Jr. on Thursday. There it is. All right, book it. I'm booking book it. it. Book it. Send it to Vegas. I'm sending it to Vegas right now. Uh, I, honestly, I have no idea. I mean, it's it's fair game. Nobody's been on that track. So, maybe, uh... Well, where, I, were they I, running, where were they running the late models? For? Oh, they were at Alltech. Uh, well, tonight, they're at Lucas Oil's at East Bay. Okay. I almost went to that track. That's a cool little third-mile track. Uh, Buzzy, Buzzy Ruderman races there still, I think. Yeah, I think so. That's just north of Tampa. Yep. Uh, I was close to going there one night. My parents lived close to that track, so. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to hit a Florida track. Yeah, we'll have to hit a Florida track. We'll have to do a, a sunshine swing. Yeah, but only Brett Dale, because I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that other series. 
No, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'll be there, Volusia. You know, I'll go. Like, you're was... going. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I would go. Yeah, you talk all, all right. yeah, I talk all my shit. Yeah, all right, I'll go. I'll go. So, Volusia would be a cool track to go to, I think, too. Yeah, add it to the list that we've never been to. Fluffy will let you know. <laughs> Fluffy? Yeah. Uh, Fluffy Neuter? Oh, that's right, Fluffy's going. I forgot he was going. He's going with the Buzz 2 team, right? She asked him. You're such a nick and poop. You just call me a fag on TV? On our radio show? It's fucking uh, rude. No, I said I was talking to Faith. Have faith in what? James Parsons is going to be pissed that he couldn't oh, see you call him a fag. I, I know. <laughs> He's going to be mad. I can't, still can't see you on your radio show. Soon. Soon. Soon you'll be able to see us. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, we want we want to thank PBR Josh for the live feed tonight. Oh, he, he did a great job. Not. Not, not, not. Thank all you right, all. I guess... Thank you all for tuning in this past Saturday when we were at the Cratons. Yeah, we I, had fun. Thank, thank you to the Cratons for the hospitality. Again. Yes. They treat us like royalty. Why, we don't know to this day. Yeah. So next week, who's up next week, Kenny Pooh? Greg Sanders. Greg Sanders next week? I think so. Greg Sanders and then... Dwayne Howard. Yuppers. And then Mike Goulart. Yep. So hopefully next week with Break Standard, we will be live. 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 The loud pedal. Live. It's Monday Night Raw. Live. The loud pedal. <laughs> Not you, Josh. You stay home. We even got special shirts made. Yeah. Can you see them? What do you guys think? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> right, rate them 1 to 10 on our Facebook page. Yep. Right now. James, you're the first one to uh, rate them, please. Yeah. Ryan Watt. <laughs> Uh, I'll take Ryan Watt for 2000 please. <laughs> Why I go to Delaware. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have this week. Yeah, thank you. We're closing <laughs> shop. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, we had a late start because of, because of PBR, Josh. Hey, they uh, when they listen to this, they have no idea what time it is. We don't either. <laughs> or do we? Anything you guys want to add before we wrap this up? Uh, no. All right. Four, thank you for tuning in on our live show. No, we really didn't go live. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thank you, you freaking dill hole. <laughs> oh, I hate you. I really hate him. I really do. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Brightfield, for coming on. From Michael Clark Griswold, Jennifer Punchy Houseman, I'm the mouth. You've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!